What's the name of that? Spoil the homecoming of the Hornets. 26-12 is the final score. Good game, Joe. Huh? You're a little aggressive, Joe. Huh? Huh? I can take it there if you want to take it there, Joe. You better put that back foot down, Joe. It's about the kids, Joe. Florida, come out, Joe. This sports death. I'm going here. Whichever way you want to go. But you better put that back foot down, Joe. You're listening to the sports show. Someone told me, and, and, and it kind of disturbed me. Perturbed me. When he said, Prime ain't swag. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Oh, Prime got time today, baby. Last time I checked, I was the man on these streets. They call me residue. Lee blow on these beats. Got diarrhea flow, and I shit on haters. Even when I post the pit, Lord have mercy. I still shit on haters. And I'm not gonna take no slander or no audacity from anybody. You can't tell me who I ain't when I already know what God has bestowed in me and who I am. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was hey, on track. Coach, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Trapaholics makes tapes. That's the guys. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk, episode 209. It is your guy, it is your man's, one more time, reporting live from Duval County, where the AFC South champions live, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., and remember folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black, we are back once again, one of your favorite sports artists in the building, D. Let's get into it. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Thank you for everybody who are tuned, who is tuning in to this episode of the Sports Desk. Of course, we have a lot, a lot, a lot to get into. Uh, good spirits, high energy, man. Um, we live in Jacksonville. We come from Duval County, and the Jacksonville Jaguars got the juice right now. All right, so shout out and congratulations to the AFC South champion Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll be talking a lot a lot of Jaguar football uh, throughout this show. But as always, man, before we get started, man, we do have a couple icebreakers. Black, let's go ahead and get serious for a second, man. Uh, DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin. We record this show on every Monday. And leading up towards the end of our show, we were getting ready for Bengals. We were getting ready for Bills. One of the more anticipated, probably maybe the most anticipated game of the year uh, at the point of that game. And uh, you had just left the house, and uh, I was settling settling in for the night, watching the game. Uh, the Bengals came out, guns blazing. Uh, Buffalo came out, and the Bengals take the field again. And then you see a scene that you never, ever saw in sports. Throughout my entire like lifetime, 
of watching sports, I've seen some pretty bad injuries. But I've never, ever, ever saw what I saw with DeMar Hamlin going into cardiac arrest on the field. Um, Just so many things took place within the nine minutes that this young man was unresponsive on the field. But due to the grace and whoever or whatever you believe in, but I believe in the good Lord, that this man was revived on the field, taken to the hospital, and he was treated. And we're so very happy to report, like all of you already know right now, throughout that entire week, that Mr. DeMar Hamlin is now in stable condition. He is on a flight headed back to Buffalo, and he has been given the biggest blessing of them, of them all, and that is the blessing of life. That Mr. Hamlin will be able to live a normal life and possibly resume his football career if everything continues to go the way that it go. Black, real quick, what 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 were your thoughts, man? Like what from initially when this thing took place, not even us really understanding what was going on, and just going out throughout the week into this very, very moment today when we get the news that he is in stable condition, leaving Cincinnati and headed back to Buffalo. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It was uh it was really like I <laughs> I don't even know what word to use, but he was kind of shook a little bit because you seen the play and, and, and it looked so simple, you know? Routine. It looked like just a routine, you know, play a tackle. You know, he didn't tackle wrong or do anything wrong and then to see him fall and we've seen players get up and wobble from concussions, but to see a man get up and like literally just pass out collapse yeah collapse on the field it was it was it was very it was very you know sad to watch d and um kind of shook me up a little bit because you've never seen it before sure. but you get to thinking like what if that was your child or mm-hmm. going through that and his and then i said man his parents was end up being at this game mm-hmm. too in the mm-hmm. crowd so i could just imagine what they were thinking d mm-hmm. but man just to see the all the love and support man that that this this that this kid was getting man and yeah. It uh it means a lot and I know that really helped him too. And shout out to uh, you know, the good Lord as well. Shout out to the good Lord, man, for Absolutely. For uh allowing this allowing him to be here. He's here for a reason. He is he's here, he's if 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 you can make it through something, I feel like you're here for a reason, D. God got a purpose for you here on this earth. And um I just really think, you know, to see through the week. To see him get better each and yep. every day, good reports from his family, from the doctors, you know, and shout out to uh, both the Bengals medical team and the Bills medical team, you know, yep. for the job they did too, what part they played in this as well. But man, it's good to see him back on his feet, on his way back home, riding, talking, you know, I'm just happy we got positive each and every day last week. And I know that really, really helped the Buffalo Bills, man, because those guys were really shook up. You know, you know they really hit close to home. That's their teammate. That's their brother. That's someone they've uh, formed a bond with. You know, being teammates. So, um, so happy he's doing much better. Uh, continue going to uh, continue to pray for him for a speedy recovery, and hopefully we can see him back out there on the football field if that is what he want to do or not. You know, but still wish him the best moving forward. Yeah, yeah, man. A true, uh, scary moment, man. But we are progressing forward with great news. DeMar Hamlin is doing well. He is stable. He left Cincinnati uh, on Monday on today, and he is headed back to Buffalo. Um, 
in 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 remarkable shape. Remarkable shape. If you would go back and they told you within less than a well within a week's time, because today's Monday again, mm-hmm. that this kid would be on the other side of this thing. Man, I, I I don't I don't know if anybody could even believe that something like that would have been possible. He was unresponsive for nine minutes. Yeah, nine, not here for yeah. nine minutes. So just think about the uh, gratif- uh the gratitude of that moment. But shout out to Demar Hamlin. Uh, shout out to his family, his loved ones, everyone who cares and loves the young man. Before you know, he became a household name for what happened to him. Um, the one thing that you know, I just want to hang my hat on before we move forward. Life is very, very precious, man. And all of us are guilty for taking it for granted. All of us. We're, we're, we're guilty for taking our families for granted. We're guilty for taking uh, where we are in our lives for granted. We're all guilty of it, man. And you you get a reminder in a, in a, in a <laughs> devastating way for you to check yourself. So I said all that to say, be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what you are. And love your loved ones. Hug them. Kiss them, you know, you know, (laughs) we don't know what can happen one day to the next. And this is just a reminder of that when you see it for for the whole world to see it. So I just want to say that be grateful for where you are. Be grateful for your, 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 your kids, your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad. Be grateful, man, because at any given time, as we've seen, and clear 4K TV, there's something, something could just happen, bro. Something could just happen. And we're just very happy that DeMar Hamlin is doing a lot better. So, shout out to DeMar Hamlin, man. And we're hoping that you continue to go uh, go on with your speedy recovery. All right. So, we definitely had to open up the show with that. Like I said, we closed the show. We were getting ready for this game. And not even an hour after the show was posted, you know, this thing took place. I'm kind of glad that, you know, we weren't on air for that. I'm kind of glad that we wasn't, you know, because somebody asked me if y'all was on air when I have it, like how you, I said, bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm glad I'll never find out. All right. I'm glad I'll never find out. All right. All right, man. So let's go ahead and ramp up, man. What we got going on black. It is time to crown a national champion in the college football ranks. Me and black are recording around 630. On January the 9th of this Monday evening, we have the Horn Frogs of TCU trying to shock the world and become national champions. But au contraire, the reigning, defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs are looking to win their second title in the row. Black, by the time people hear this show, the game will be over. Black, we already put our predictions out there. You going with the dogs. I'm saying TCU going to shock the world. But what do you think you're going to see tonight between the Horn Frogs and the Dogs? Uh, I think we're going to get a, a very competitive competitive game. I think Georgia, Georgia is going to come out more aware, more ready to rock and roll. And then I think by second half, we're going to see how much of a better team the Bulldogs are. So I expect Georgia to come out here, flex their muscle in the second half, and get TCU up out of here. Can TCU withstand a punch to the mouth? Can they withstand a early haymaker in the first round and get back up on their feet and keep fighting? Because that's what it's going to take. I fully believe the dogs will be lasered, dialed in, and really attempting to separate themselves in this first quarter. But I believe 
and the Warriors of TCU. I believe in Max Duggar. I believe in the talent. I believe in the toughness. I believe in what they have there. And I think they're going to shock the world tonight in a very, very close ball game. This game has to be over by halftime for Georgia to win. I don't think this game gets beat. It's close late like that Ohio State game, and they get away. Mm. I don't think they get away. If Georgia's going to win this thing, they better run them boys out of Los Angeles. That's what they better do. Because Sonny Dykes <laughs> and the Horn Frogs, they will not waste this opportunity. I'm begging for a shakeup. I want it. I can taste it tonight. Mm -hmm. Sonny Dykes and Max Duggar holding up the National Championship Trophy. Shake up college football because I'm tired of your granddaddies and your great uncles and your daddy's college football. All you traditionalists out there, I want the worst. That's what I want tonight because I'm ready for something new. I'm ready for a new outlook. And if TCU's your national champion, <laughs> I welcome that with open arms. What do, you, what do you say if TCU pulls this out? What does that say for the Big 12? What does that say for the Big 12 conference? I don't and think you got teams like Texas leaving, Oklahoma leaving, and then you got lowly TCU. That's a great TCU. question. That, lowly, you got a, lowly TCU here in the Big 12, hoisting the national championship trophy. That's a great question. I'll need some time to think about that. Okay. <laughs> because I don't want to speak, and they don't win it. Yeah. So I would what? love to be in a position for them to win this title and be able to answer that question then. Because what? They'll be... What, this would be the first team? The first Big 12. To win in, in the Big 12. And every team that we've seen come out, get into the playoff in the Big 12, we've seen them get smacked in the mouth. Yeah, we've seen them definitely get smacked in the mouth. TCU is here and competing and have a chance to be national champion yeah. out of the Big 12 conference. That's a lot to say. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out tonight. Yeah, we're going to find out. Matter of fact, we gotta, we're going to find out in 56 minutes uh, because <laughs> at, the, the, at the recording of this, we're getting ready for this game. And, of course, next Monday, we'll uh, talk to y'all on episode 210, and we'll find out exactly what happened in the national championship game. We'll put a bone college football next next week. And uh, as we put college football to rest of 2020, uh, the 2022 season, and then we'll start picking up that NBA coverage. All right. All right, Black. Uh, let's see. Man, Black Monday. Black Monday in the National Football League. A uh, couple firings today. Uh, man. <laughs> You know, the Houston Texans, man, that organization, man, let's call it what it is, all right? Lovey Smith was bought in to be a loner head coach. The Texans were trash. They didn't have no talent. They weren't going to be good, no way. They brought in a minority candidate, Lovey Smith. In my opinion, I know the record doesn't show, but if you watch Houston play this year, that was not an easy win. You had to go and beat the Texans, but Lovey Smith was relieved of his duties today with the Houston Texans. Not a surprise as far as Levy getting released, but Houston is in no position at all to do anything to counter anything. That's a franchise that's going to be sorry for quite a while. And you get what you you reap what you sow within the Houston Texans. All right, um, man, Cliffy Cliff, Cliffy Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury let go, relieve his duties by the Arizona Cardinals. You surprised by that, Black? Are you surprised that Kingsbury is out at Arizona? Yeah, I was kind of surprised at that one. Okay. I thought they would have gave Cliffy Cliff one more year, but, man, you know, it's Black Monday, bro. You know, and it, it was real shocking to see him go, but I believe he'll pop up somewhere else. If it's not NFL, he'll definitely, you know, go to college and make some noise. So, 
you know, he'll land on his feet somewhere. But hey, man, if you ain't winning games and doing what you're supposed to do, you out the dough. I'm not really surprised by Cliff being let go. The turmoil during the season between him and Kyler. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of back and forth between him. Um, and Kyler Murray, and what are the what is the front office going to do? Are they going to go with Cliff Clinsbury, or are they going to go with the guy they gave two hundred million dollars to? They're going to go with the guy who they gave two hundred million dollars to. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray came in as a package deal, and you saw after let, let's call it what it is. All right, you can tell when a team is not responding to the coaching, and the Arizona Cardinals were not responding to the coaching. Kyler got hurt very late in the year. Mm-hmm. By that time, Arizona was out of playoff contention anyway. Yeah, they were. They weren't going to make the playoffs. So, Cliff being let go, like you said, I'm rolling with you. I think Cliff probably takes some time off this year, and he will land wherever he wants. I think he would go back to college and get a college spot, or he could potentially be in the running for another uh, opportunity in the National Football League. My gut tells me he's going to go back to college. I think he couldn't pass up the opportunity to coach in the NFL. My gut says he goes back to college. And I think when he comes, goes back to college, depends on where he lands, which could be a really, really, really good place. Mm-hmm. I think that program could be on the rise under his uh, uh, coaching and his staff going uh, forward, maybe around that 2024, but we'll see what happens. Now, I'm seeing that the Browns are requesting interviews. Did Stefanski get let go today? I didn't uh, see. No, uh, it wasn't uh, Stefanski. They fired their defensive coordinator, and they want to look into hiring okay. uh, Brian Flores, Flores. Okay. as the as the head defensive coordinator in okay. Cleveland, okay. which which is which which I think would be an awesome job for him. Okay, okay, all right. So I was confused. I was seeing yeah, yeah, that they were requesting. They fired okay. their D coordinator today, and they okay. looked into him. Okay. So today we had what two firings today? Two firings. Cliff, Cliffy Cliff, Lovey Smith. And, of course, there could be more on the horizon. Now, the biggest one uh, that is out there waiting is I kind of saw this coming. Out in Los Angeles with the Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. Sean McVay is in limbo. He is going to take a couple of weeks to think about some things and let the Rams know if he's going to return next year. Black, what does your gut tell you? Does Sean McVay return to the L.A. Rams and remain the head coach, or does he walk away? I don't think he does. I think he really takes some time because last year he was already up and on the fence last year about if he wanted to come back and, and do it or not. But, you know, in the midst of all him getting married and, you know, people being in his ear about repeating and doing this and doing that, Aaron Donald coming back and, you know, he said, why not? So uh, I think he takes some time away, D. You know, you used to see coaches sometimes when when they gave it their all, which he has done for the Rams since he's been head coach there. And won the Super Bowl, you kind of kind of see him step away for a little bit. Same thing with Sean Payton. We've seen him step away from the Saints for a season. Now he's ready to get back into it. So I think he takes some time off. D. We might we go, we definitely will see a new head coach uh, with the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I think he steps away as well. If you look at the situation the Rams are in, they're not in great shape. They got this money tied up with Jalen Stafford, uh, Aaron Donald. They're getting a little older. No draft picks. McVay coming in, that, that was their model, bro. We throwing everything we got out on the table to try to win a Super Bowl, and they did that. Mm-hmm. The Rams were viable for McVay's been a head coach out there for, I think, five years. Five seasons. Yeah. Head coach, youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl at 37 years old. And um, he's still young. He's super young, and he's going to remove himself from that Rams job while the Rams are getting ready to be set up to be in a very bad place for the next few seasons. 
Donald's older. Jalen's older. Stafford can't stay healthy. A lot of pieces there that are stuck in L.A. And McVay, if if I'm McVay, I'm gone. I step away like you said. Mm-hmm. I take a year off completely from football. Maybe do some, maybe do some TV or something like that. Cause he got the energy for TV. I can see him on NBC or something like that doing a little TV work. And then I plant my feet somewhere else, just like Sean Payton. Yeah. And um, I think to myself, what do guys like Jalen Ramsey think? What does Aaron Donald think? Do they do they feel like this is on the horizon? They kind of know. Hey, we were all just back to try to win another chip. Or hey. Man, this dude, he trashed. Like, I mean, what is it? I would love to know the energy in L.A. because this is a unique situation out there with them. Very unique. Do you remember, I, I could be wrong, I want to say 10 episodes ago. Okay. When we were talking about the Los Angeles Rams right before they went on their run to win the Super Bowl. And we were saying, D, this day window because it's going to close quickly because they gave up oh, yeah. so much. A lot. That window has closed, D. It's closed. But with all the injuries, Stafford getting hurt, uh, uh, receiver getting hurt, I can't think his name. Top they they receiver. Oh uh, man, I can't think his name off the top of my Robinson? head. Robinson? No, not Robinson. The Rams. They top receiver. The kid who won the MVP for Super Bowl. Oh, Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup getting hurt and just just everything that went on with them this season, man. You would have thought you would have thought they would have been able to look good this season, but D. They were awful from jump. They were from awful jump. from jump. Like, it's like they were never into the season. Right. You know, they were trying to win games, but, you know, Stafford gave them everything he got before he got hurt. But it just didn't look good going going into the new season. And you hate to say it, but when they went all in, they got a Super Bowl ring, but that door is definitely has shut, especially if McVay, you know, go ahead and take him some time off. Bro, turn around and look at Lincoln Riley, bro. Bro, what Lincoln got on, bro, at the championship game? He on there like he on the sideline about the coach, bro. <laughs> Where the suit at, bro? Bro, Lincoln, what you got going on, he Lincoln? De- he definitely don't need to have that on after Tulane and ran them down in the bowl And game. you got money. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all watching the college game day show, you Lincoln right on the sideline looking like he about to coach the championship game, and he ain't invited there. <laughs> Lord, Hammers, that just caught me off guard, man. But, yeah, I agree with everything you said, Black. So, um, Black Friday, excuse me, Black Monday, the firing the head coaches, a lot of things are still rolling and going to come into play. I will say this, um, <laughs> this coaching carousel in the National Football League is almost guaranteed. You have about five to six openings every single year. Denver's job's open right now. LA's job's going to be open. I just don't see, I just don't see McVay coming back, bro. I just don't see it. Uh, who else is open right now? Houston's open. And uh, who else got fired? Arizona's open. Arizona. So you got four spots mm-hmm. potentially open with that Rams job. And there's some other ones that's going to be at stake as well. Quick question. You think Matt LaFair is safe in Green Bay? I do. think he's safe. I think he's safe. I think this okay. is more of an Aaron Rodgers uh, dilemma for the Packers. You and think we'll- he get chopped this year? Rodgers? What are they going to do? Why would he want to hold on to the last jersey? He now don't fall for that. Don't fall for it because he's a master manipulator. Okay. Gotcha. Don't fall for that. Okay. Last night's post game, <laughs> the media <laughs> fell for him. They did. They, they did, did not go. Kind of got him. me too though a little bit. I was like, Ooh. they did not go after him. Like you should have went after a quarterback at home to win to get in. Mm-hmm. He set the tone. He did saying. 
the carousel must stop at some point that you got to get off and go. Or I would like to drink my scotch a little bit more knowing I don't have to have practice. He knew what he was doing and the media fell for it. So now the coverage today was not the Packers choking or Aaron Rodgers wet in the bed. That's exactly what he did. But let me say this. this is, is it him wet in the bed or is Detroit just really a better team now? Detroit <laughs> is really good and they're really tough, but I ain't going for that. That's Aaron Rodgers' loss. If you look, I watched that whole game. Well, can you? Well, would, would you say this? We seen them lose to Detroit. We seen San Fran send them home, and we seen them get sent home in the in the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game. Are those all on Aaron Rodgers? Are those all on him? Because he, in my opinion, he performed poorly in those games. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say the last three times the Green Bay Packers were sent home, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. That 49 game for sure. For sure, him. Last, Last night, night for, for sure. sure for him. The Tampa game, I'ma say for sure. Cause if you rewind your mind a little bit, the the, the, the last play of the game for Green Bay, he forced it into Devontae Adams. Well, he could have ran that in. Mm-hmm. The very last play that they had the ball, they had to settle for three, and Tom came back down there and got them boys out of there. Mm-hmm. He could have ran that in, but he didn't. Yeah. Lil Wayne said the best last night. Shout out Tunchy. He said, "Don't call me." Wayne say, "I been told y'all to get rid of twelve. He don't want to play ball no more." Ooh. Get rid of him. This is Lil Wayne. Public account. Big sports fan. Them people saying he ready to go out to Santa Clara, my boy. Well, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Because he had his opportunity. But he took that bread. And now guess what he got going on? Got the Green Bay Packers held hostage again. But we'll see how that plays out. But I'm totally going uh, Aaron Rodgers just... He ain't what he used to be. Mm. Is he still really good? Yeah. Yeah. But is he that guy? No. You don't think he got the juice no more? No. The juice is gone. I don't think he can do it. Mm. I don't think he can do it. What What have I seen otherwise? Go back and look. Like you just said, you named the last three losses. Mm. What have you seen to make you say, man, that defense really let Aaron down? Got two MVPs, D. I don't care about that. <laughs> this is a legendary quarterback. <laughs> This is a legendary quarterback. Yeah. See, the thing with Rodgers is he want to be talked about like Tom be talked about. Because every time he talking to Post, he go, you know, guys like me and guys like Tom. No, well, no, 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 no. You can't be talked about. You can't be talked about in the same sense. But that's Tom. what he do. That's what he do. Yeah, yeah. He barely in the same conversation with Peyton, if you ask me. But that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about Aaron Rodgers. But you, but you feel one hundred percent that Matt Lafleur is safe. I think he good. Because I feel like he had. It's been what five years now. This is his fourth season. Fourth season. Yeah. Okay. I think right. he good. I think right. he good. So I'll he so he up. Like he signed a four year five year deal, right? Four or five so year deal. Man, Maybe he, he coming to the last year his deal okay. this year. Yeah, All I think right. Matt Lafleur. I think he's in good shape. Okay. I think he's in good shape. All right, man. So those are our icebreakers. Oh, last but not least, man. <laughs> it, the, oh, we forgot about the Colts. What happens with the Colts? I tell you what happened with the coach, Jeff. Not Sunday. His real well, name. Well, I'm saying they're gonna have to get a head coach. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't mention him. Don't have to. Well, he's not going to be the coach. Yeah, I'm just saying. We, 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 <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's another job. That's and, what you're and, and, and Carolina, and Carolina and Car- yeah, as so well. We had, well, that's five jobs. Yeah, yeah. No six. Six. You had named four already, right? I'm gonna tell you one thing. It should be seven if something don't go right in these playoffs. And I will tell you what team I'm talking about. If something don't go right in these playoffs, <laughs> it need to be seven jobs. 
if something don't go right in these playoffs for one team in particular. But we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Because I'm going to have me a time today. I got time today, baby. Prime got time today. He got time today. <laughs> I got time today. All right, man. So uh, before we go, man, wow, man, look, the Sports Desk Fantasy League, I don't know what to do. The championship game had Josh Allen in it. And Z versus don't call a comeback. I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what to do. So Z, I'm gonna reach out to you if you're here, if you're listening. I've already talked to her, don't call it a comeback. And we may have to split this thing down the middle, man. We might have to do something for both of you guys mm-hmm. for making it to the championship game, but we're not gonna wait so long. Me and Black will be uh hitting the, uh hitting you guys up. And within this week right here, so I didn't want to leave that in limbo. The RL Sports Desk uh, Championship game um, was not decided yeah. due to Josh Allen, um, you know, being a part of that Monday night game where the game was obviously postponed with everything with DeMar Hamlin. So sit tight. Z, don't call a comeback. We'll be messaging the message board uh, in the league, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. And that's what you're seeing in most of the leagues anyway. You're seeing them. Split Co-champions you know, Yeah, co-champions They split down the middle That's what we did in my money league as well Right They split down the middle 500, 500 so. Right, right And then they, the trophy They just hold that over Until the next, next year, year. Right. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's what most leagues are doing Since they couldn't get it Uh, Get that game played Yeah, yeah. so that's what we're gonna have to do, man So, uh Shout out to everybody who participated in the Sports Days Fantasy League, and um, we'll be doing it again next year. All right. All right, man. So, uh, those are our eyes. Oh, real quick, Brad, Tank, Tank Davis. Tank Davis. Uh, so much sports going on on Saturday night, especially down here. That mm-hmm. fight got totally looked over. He defeated Luis, Luis Garcia. Yeah. I think, well, what was it, a uh, seventh round TKO? Ninth round TKO. Ninth round TKO. Uh, Black, what were your thoughts on uh, uh, Tank's performance? Yeah, man. Tank just being Tank. Um, yeah. All my boxing listeners and watchers and people who love the sport, this is your next superstar. Okay. This fight was held in Washington, D.C., and Tank exploded. The building was packed to the rafters. Yeah. To see Tank Davis. This is your... Floyd Mayweather has turned is turning this guy into a big star just like him. I don't know if he'll ever reach the heights of Floyd and the things that he did, but Tank is on his way, man. Like... If you don't realize it, you better get on that train, man, because this kid got the goods, man. D, he made the man say in the corner, I can't see. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't see. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to come out. He didn't want to come out the corner. Tank Davis is a legit boxer, power puncher. He has all the goods. I cannot wait till April to him and Danny Garcia get it on. In my case, I think that kid's in trouble, too. <laughs> I just think it's only a matter of time, man. We're going to see Tank Davis start getting these big fights like Devin Haney, Lamachenko, and getting these guys in the ring, man. And like I like I said before, you, you're you going to see us. We're going to have another superstar on our hands, D. So shout out to Mayweather Promotions, uh, Tank Davis, and everything they doing, man. Y'all keep doing it. Tank Davis, I'm riding with you, bro. I ain't got nothing bad to say about you, bro, because you, you, they putting them in front of me and you taking them out. So, and that's what you like to see in boxing, D. Yeah, Tank's going to be a superstar. He is right on the cuff, the cusp of superstardom. I think this uh, Ryan Garcia fight is going to put him over the top. 
Um, I think all the money that's going to be involved with this fight, all the theatrics, all the 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 the, the spectacle and everything that comes with it, I just think it's going to be um um a, a, a crowning, so to speak. Maybe for both guys. I mean, maybe Garcia get in there, we get an absolute war. But when you watch Tank, bro, it's like I've never seen him in trouble. He's always clear cut the better guy in the ring. That means he's been chosen, bro. It's like go all to the go watch all the great fighters, bro. For one, for a few runs at a time, like, like bro, like who can touch this guy, man? Mm-hmm. Who can touch him? Roy Jones Jr., Floyd Mayweather Jr., uh, Muhammad Ali, Evander. Ho- go watch all of them, bro. Deontay Wilder. At some point in time, you're like, bro, like this dude is the best in the world. And to me, he was on Breezy Street versus this dude, bro. <laughs> I ain't seen no danger. Mm-hmm. I saw no respect, really. He walking him down, walking him into his corner, just teeing off on this man. And Ryan Garcia, <laughs> count your days, brother. I count. I called him Danny, right? <laughs> called him Danny. Count your days, brother. <laughs> it's gonna be a superstar fight. But hey, we've seen Stranger Things happen. We have, and uh, we'll be watching. Oh, we definitely watch. We'll be watching. Looking forward to that fight. Shout out to Tank Davis on a big, massive win. Continue going undefeated with his career. Um, and we'll see what's next for uh, Tank Davis, man. All right. All right, man. That's going to get us out of our icebreakers. We're getting ready to head into the National Football League. And, uh, man, man, I've been looking forward to this segment uh, for a few days. For a few days. Let's get to it. Let's go ahead and dive into the National Football League. Hey, man. (laughs) The Jacksonville Jaguars, by God, by God, are your AFC South champions, baby. This past Saturday night in the bank, under the bright lights, ESPN, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, Lisa Salters, everybody was down here to see the coronation. Dougie P. God bless you. God bless you. That blue-eyed angel, God bless you too. Everybody that was in those all-tier uniforms, God bless y'all, man. Y'all did it. Y'all did it, man. This was for the city, bro. The moment and the momentum and the juice that's going on right now in this city. Y'all brought this here, man. Dougie P brought this here. Trevor Lawrence brought this here. The Jacksonville Jaguars brought this here. I was so happy and excited to see my city on display on a national stage, man. My only regret was that I wasn't able to go to the game. Uh, Black's going to share his experience in a second, but that's my only regret. But guess what? I'm in that playoff thing. (laughs) I'm in now. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I just want to talk to the city, man. 
We deserve this, man. We deserve this, man. We deserve this spotlight. We deserve this energy. We deserve this moment. It's been such a long time coming. And I was talking to some guys at the job the other day, and we all agreed, man, the energy right now surrounded with the Jaguars we've never experienced before. Even with that 2017 team that made that AFC Championship run. Even back in the G with Mark Brunel and Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith and them boys. That was a good team. But this feel different, bro. Mm -hmm. This is literally a brick-by-brick foundation from the ground up. A lot of young players, new head coach. Like, it's a lot different. It feels different. And uh, it just felt so good to see live on ESPN. Jacksonville Jaguars win the South and the joy and, 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 and exuberation and everything that was on display, man. It made me really happy, man, to see that down here where we from in Jacksonville, Florida. Black, talk to me about your experience, man, on this past Saturday night in the bank. Man, what an experience, D. I've been to a few Jaguar games in my time. I went to... Two and seventeen, where we were really good, and I've been to some um, recently when we weren't so good, and to be a part of what I was a part of Saturday night, man, it was special. Uh, me and me and my son Marcel, man, got to experience that, man, and being in that stadium, seeing all that teal, black, and white, man, I, 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 it literally was like that. Uh, them Tennessee fans like a flying milk, you know, out there. <laughs> I mean, the the Jaguar fans showed up and showed out, man. I mean, you could go in the stores, man, want no Jaguar apparel on the on the shelves. Nope. Nope. I mean, they showing sports mania store out there at the beach, man, just getting ramshack people standing up eight o'clock in the morning, just going to get their apparel for this game, and then. As me and Marcel getting off the shuttle and walking up to the stadium, man, you couldn't even get to the gates because people just ready to flood them. You know, it's it's just amazing, man, that man that everybody just showed up and showed out for this team. I wish it could be like that all the time, but I get it. I get it. But uh, like you said one time, they you finna start to see a lot of winning. So what I experienced Saturday night, I hope that could be something that we could see on the regular, D. You know, and man, I could just... Like, coming out of that stadium, man, my, I literally, my ears were ringing. It was so loud. The energy was, like, yeah, man. the energy was crazy. I even asked you after after the game, after I went to the game the next day. Right. I was like, D, how did it really look on TV? Amazing. Because I wanted to see. I wanted to see, did it did it feel, oh, yeah. could you feel the energy through the screen? Yes, you could. You know, and man, just seeing, just seeing everybody show up and show out and then... Man, just the lead up, man. From the national anthem, everything, everything was just, oh, it was just, it was amazing. And then get in the game, and man, they had the type of game that was, man, to see them fight through adversity, you know, not playing their best offensively. And man, you, you want to know something, man? Shout out to this defense, man. Yeah. The past. The past four weeks, D, yep. this defense has rose to the occasion yep. and showed up and played football. Yep. And, man, it's it, it's a lot because I think ever since the Dallas game, ever they since, hadn't yep. been al- allowing anybody to do anything yep. to them, bro. Yep. This defense helped us get this win. Trevor had a good game, but it wasn't his, one of his best games. And like and like Doug said, it probably was a lot of nerve more because you, you got to you, – you, this is still a young team, so you had to think it was a lot of nerves, D. 
you had to think it was a lot of nerves that go into it, but you know, he made plays that he could make. But man, look, all you do is gotta win. And making those big time defensive plays, Rashawn Jenkins, I love you. I love you. They gotta need to go in and resign you right now. Yeah, bring him back. Bring him back, man, because this man just just make play after play after play for his team. And I love to see it, man. Happy to see us pull out this victory. Give it get over that curse of the Tennessee Titans. Shut that door. And just to be a part, because the last couple of times I've seen them play Tennessee, it wasn't a good feeling. But to finally see that, D, it was, all he could do was rejoice and be happy and jump up and down. Marcel was almost brought to tears because he was so happy for the Jaguars. Yeah, man. You know, it's like people really love their team. Because we, we didn't been through a lot the past few seasons, D. We didn't been through a lot. So, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to uh, the game Saturday. But definitely, D, one of the best experiences me going to this Jaguar game that I've had in a very long time. Yeah, man. Just to lead up to this whole thing, you go back do this whole season. Let's go back. Let's go back. When uh, the exit of Urban Meyer, uh, I think it was like week 15 or something like that last year, and everything was just on the dumps. You had the city bailing on this this franchise, and rightfully so. The whole clown suit thing towards the end of the year. Just a, This is a professional football franchise that was a laughing stock of the league. And it was more and more. And I think, I think last year was like the bottom of the bottom. Yeah. You had Trevor in here. But then everything around him, man, was just bad. Everything was just bad. It was just bad, bad, bad. And then you go for your coaching search. That's when everything really started. And we knew we a lot of us were rooting for Byron Leftwich, Byron Leftwich. But when the name Doug Peterson was thrown out there, the thing that's attached to Doug is Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So the energy shifted to culture shifted to Doug Peterson. You bring him in and his faithful opening press conference. Get used to playing football in January. Folks, we in January. And we still playing football. Mm. Get used to a different type of culture, a winning type of culture. Folks, the Jaguars finished out of over 500 and won the AFC South and get ready for a playoff game. These are the things that this man talked about. Look at the energy with the team. Trevor Lawrence coming out of his shell of that soft-spoken leader, and now he's full of energy. He got big vibes. He's expressing himself on the field. These guys are believing in Trevor Lawrence. The defense, they are just getting better by the snap. They're starting to understand their identity. A bend but don't break scrappy defense who flies around to make plays. That's who they are. Offensive line holding Trevor intact. Mm-hmm. NTN running a football at a clip. I mean, things are just happening. The emergence of Evan Ingram and Zay Jones. And it just all came together when it was supposed to. And I'm going to say it again. Me and Black set up here. <laughs> One of them was on a six-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. And we sat here and we told everybody, chill. It's a long season. Give Trevor some time. Give Dougie P some time. I know who you are, but I'm not going to call you by name because we are going to be the bigger people today. But y'all wanted the bell. And I'm not saying this to throw this in nobody's face, but I'm talking facts. People wanted the bell. They didn't want to hang tight. 
They was dogging Trevor. They was dogging Dougie P. But they believed. Mm. Week after week, they believed. And now look at it, man. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Back-to-back primetime games in the bank. And you got this beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed angel that could potentially, dare I say, be the face of your league because they love him. He's on everything. I watched Kyle Cowherd <laughs> drool over Lawrence on the Cowherd show today. I watched Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless just be enamored with that angel today. He's generational. We've been telling y'all that. And even though people say, oh, Trevor didn't have the best game. Okay, cool. But look at the plays that Trevor made that don't get talked about. Yeah. Look at the poise that Trevor showed during that game that people don't talk about. Football is a game of inches. It's not about just big plays. And Trevor did what needed to be done to hold up his end in the bargain, even though the offense wasn't at his best on Saturday night. I told y'all the Tennessee Titans was coming mm-hmm. in here. Mm-hmm. I told y'all. Mike Vrabel is a good coach. Derrick Henry, he's, he's called King Henry for a reason. That Titans defense, they got that Vrabel DNA. They weren't coming to hit land down, bro. Mm-hmm. And by God, somebody signed Josh Dobbs. Because <laughs> that brother, under the circumstance, that, that man earned him a payday. He gonna be on somebody else as a highly touted it Gardner Minshew, and I'm not even being disrespectful. Gardner Minshew might be the best backup in the league, but hell, Josh Dobbs, he need to be in that conversation too. That brother that showed guts, and boy, I was pissed off in the house watching the game. <laughs> but another piece of the story: the Jags win the South. We back at it. Playoff football this Saturday night mm. in the bank. My boy come down here. Mm-hmm. Old Herbie mm-hmm. come down here to holler at T-Law. I love it. I love it. I could not ask for, dare I say, outside of the Cowboys and Bucks game, is this not the most attractive game on the slate? Yeah. Well, it's the most 50-50 game, in my opinion. It's, it's, it, yeah, anybody can win this. <laughs> anybody can win this one. This yeah. is a very evenly matched football mm-hmm. game that we're going to be dealing with. We, what we're going to get into in a second. Y'all know we got to get our guy on Wait, the phone. Go ahead. Real quick, D, what that tower say over there, man? Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to what Black it, Man it, for bringing what, some, what, what, some what it say? What, what it say, man? It was always the Jags. Oh, yeah. That's what it's about. It was always the Jaguars. It was always the Jaguars. And, man, let me tell you something, man. You learn a lot... About a team through adversity. Yeah, man. You learn a lot about them. And being able to see the Jags, man, through adversity when things weren't looking good. But you always seen every player stay positive. No one talked bad. No one talked negative. No one had – everybody stayed – Dougie P was able to keep these men locked in. Yep. And let them know it's a long season. Continue to coach Trevor up. Coach him up. Coach him <clears throat> up. When people was talking bad on Trevor's name, coach him up. This coaching staff that Dougie P has assembled is the best probably Jacksonville Jaguars have ever had. That's fair. And man, I just I I, I just love what I'm seeing, D. I'm love what I'm seeing. 
I feel so good. The energy's up. Like, man, it, it's getting to a point where it's, it's, it's the Jags and everybody else, in my opinion. Because I feel like Dougie P has really ch- turned this thing around, D. And we spoke on it from week to week to week to week. Yeah. We spoke on this thing. Culture. What does what does the some of these better teams in the league have? Good culture. Great culture. What does the Kansas City Chiefs have? Great culture. What does uh name some more teams? Buffalo D? Bills. What the Buffalo Cincinnati Bills have? Cincinnati Bengals. What do they have? Baltimore great Ravens. Culture. Yeah. And great quarterbacks. And that's what we have. Yeah, he might be in year two, but we have a great quarterback. He's here. And Saturday night, D. Mm. We get to see it on the stage once again. Mm. This tells me, oh, the NFL like what they see in the Jaguars to put them in another night slot. Because I just swore up and down it was going to be 425, 430. And not not to cut y'all, just real quick. (laughs) Jacksonville, the city of Jacksonville, pay attention. They told y'all we love the energy that was down here. We coming back. (laughs) Pay attention. They could have easily had this one o'clock Sunday. Really? Could have. Easy. But the league got together and said, oh, we want to go back to Jacksonville. And I won that the game. I watched it on TV and I was like, by God, look at that. <laughs> they had the big shot of everybody waving the towels. The fire, I mean, it was just great. The energy was coming through. I was like, man, this is amazing, bro. And it was literally happening right up the street from my house. City of Jacksonville, Duval County. Get comfortable with it. Get comfortable with it. It's our turn. It's our turn. It's the city's turn. Year in, year out, we're going to (laughs) compete. NBC will be coming down here frequently. Mm. ESPN will be coming down here more frequently. Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, all the boys gonna be coming down here quite frequently. <laughs> yeah. Get used yeah. to it, man. Get used to it. The city deserves it, man. Let's go ahead and get our guy on the phone, man. Mr. Moodham Chains, the 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 the, the staple of fandom of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm happy for my man's man. I'm having fun. Come on here, Rashad. Don't play with me. D, what's up, bro? What's up, my man? Rashad, what's up, man? Black man, I am so sorry. Man, man. you good, man. Hey. (laughs) We we live to fight another day, man. We got we got some more work to do. We good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, man, I messed up, man. Dang, I messed up. <laughs> Rashad, how you doing today, my man? I'm a division champ, man. Oh, talk about it. Talk about it. I'm a division champ, man. Well, Rashad, man, we are <laughs> we are out of the regular season now. We are yes. now in playoff football. And the playoff fo- fo- playoff football includes the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rashad, we've been talking for eighteen weeks, <laughs> and now we are here as division champs with a playoff game 
this Saturday night in the bank. Sean, talk to me about how you feel, man. How the last few days have been for you as you wrap, you continue to wrap your head around your Jaguars really being a pivotal player in the league. Emotional roller coaster, man, because I, I just in the back of my head, I always thought, man, if this team could just they they were losing all these games by possession. Yep. I just kept saying to myself, dang, man, maybe they can maybe they can turn it around and it's week after week after week of the same thing. And I was maybe this is just the identity of this team and it's not gonna happen this year. Um Doug Peterson should be coach of the year. Mm. Oh, talk no, about it. Nobody. I don't care. You can talk about, you know, Philly's coach. You can talk about, I mean, the only person that I give it to a, a little bit is San Francisco's coach. Yeah. Um, just by going through three. Yeah, quarters. yeah, yeah. But man, the hell that had to be worked through for Doug Peterson to get this team to win the division. Win the last five games and beat what is it seven and two out of the last nine? That's yep. insane. Yep. That's insane for this team, as young as they are. His first year, um, not really establishing, having the time to establish the culture. Really slipping it in the middle of the year. Yeah, man. Um, he slipped it in the middle of the year, man. It, it was it, Trevor talked about that last pick in London, and it flipped. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it was a good moment for Jacksonville on Saturday. That moment was for yes. the whole city. Yes, um, on for Saturday. the city. And the city, the city showed out. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> did. Out. They did. They did. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. We live in this city. We've been raised in this city. This team has been around here. We know the laughing stock. And we loaned everybody pointing fingers and making jokes at the Jags for so, so many years. And now we sit in a position now where they're literally unknown. As I've been a part, just like y'all have, of winning Jaguar teams that got no national media coverage. Yeah. None. And when you watch your TVs today, every national syndicated show had time for the Jaguars. <laughs> Had time for the city showing out on prime time. Had time to discuss that beautiful blue-eyed angel. Had time to discuss about Dougie P. Today. Today. I've never seen the coverage on the Jags. Like I said, we've been a part of winning teams with no national coverage. I don't think Colin Cowherd ever said Blake Bortles' name. Not one time. <laughs> I don't think Colin Cowherd mentioned nobody's name on that 2017 team. Maybe Jalen Ramsey. So now, the tide has changed. And Rashad, we've been saying this all year long. Quoting Dougie P, get used to this. Get comfortable with this. In his first by God year, (laughs) this man has right the ship, and this city is hosting a prime time playoff game on a Saturday night. (laughs) I personally, Rashad and Black, 
I have not processed this all the way yet. <laughs> I really have not processed it. Rashad, I purchased my playoff ticket today to go to the game. Yes, sir. And I'm sitting here after I purchased my ticket to go to the playoff game and still utter disbelief that I will be in the stadium at night while the Jaguars are competing for a Super Bowl. I'm going to say that again, Amen. Rashad. I'm going to say that one more Amen. time for Rashad and Black and everybody who's listening. I haven't processed the fact that I'm going to be in my hometown stadium rooting on, rooting on my hometown team as they compete in the primetime spot to go to the Super Bowl. Crazy. That's crazy. crazy. But we here. We here. We, we here. here. We are here. Rashad, let's go ahead and fast forward, man. Saturday night, Herbie and them boys fly all the way from Los Angeles to come down here and try to get some get back. Because in week three, the Jaguars went out there and laid that wood. Yeah. The Chargers, they've done some winning them their sales over the past eight weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. They're also seven and two in their last nine football games. This matchup is so freaky. If you look at both teams, the quarterbacks, the defenses, the coaching, everything is so similar that the betting odds are giving the Jaguars a one and a half point favorite. They ain't even giving them three. One and a half for the Jaguars to be the favorite right now in this game. A lot of people feel it'll be a pick'em game by kickoff on Saturday night. Rashad, what's your thoughts? What's your feelings as the Chargers come down here to the Bangum to see what's up with Trevor and the Jags? Um, I think you can really the only thing that you can take from that week three uh, win is just the fact that they played them and they don't have to be scared of them. You know what I'm saying? They right. they they, they it, is, it won't be a, a shock when when they see Justin Herbert throw a certain ball and stuff. Like, oh, I mean, we we played against this. Um, right. I still think I I said it right before we played them. Right at the end of the sport, they said, we got to never forget, I said, people not going to give us a chance in this game, but Doug Peterson is going to give his team a chance. Yeah. And I feel like that right now. Okay. I feel like, uh, I feel like Doug Peterson, regardless of if, – if we win this game, it will be because of Doug Peterson. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know if we lose it, it will be because of him, but I know if we win it, we'll definitely be able to – to a certain players in the game and say, yeah, that was a hell of a play call by Doug Peterson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it won't be a 38 to 10 rollout. I, I think everybody can agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think both teams are better. The Jaguars are definitely better, and I'm sure that they feel like they're better. You know what I'm saying? But let's say both teams seven and seven and two over the last nine games. Yeah. They're better. So. And this is the playoffs, so none of that other stuff matters. But we home, and they gotta travel. So that's that. That's one of the advantages. They play Sunday, we play Saturday. So you got some advantages, you know. Um, um. So that's what I'm. I'm looking forward to how the players respond, especially on offense. That offense came was clunky, man. I don't know. I don't know what was going on Saturday, but uh, I think that that game is gonna help them prepare for this game, and I think they're gonna play a whole lot better. 
Well, let me tell you something. The odds already changed in Vegas. Yeah. So the good. odds are going to Chargers. Wait, Chargers weigh one point, right? The, the odds are now on the Chargers. Just yesterday, it was Jacksonville minus one and a half. And now today, it's right. the Chargers minus one. Mm. So now the Chargers are now uh, rolled favorites coming down here to Jacksonville. I'm going to get Black in here, man. Black, Chargers, Jaguars, Saturday, 8 o'clock in the bank in your hometown. What you feeling like going into this game? Hey, man, um, I said this is what I wanted. Yeah, you did. I didn't want to play Baltimore because uh-huh. that wouldn't be exciting. Uh-huh. I wanted to see the Chargers and mm. the Jaguars mm. because you literally have two future faces of the NFL. Yeah, no doubt. On this field. And and let me tell you right now, the NFL said, oh, my God. <laughs> The football gods, the NFL commission said, oh, my God, the football gods have blessed us. Yes, they did. And gave us the blue-eyed angel. Oh, my Lord. Against that pretty, pretty, pretty boy <laughs> out there on the West Coast that played for them Chargers. Yes, he did. And Justin Herbert. Yep. And we put this thing under the lights. Mm. D, I'm, this is what I'm not processing. This is two Saturdays in a row mm. in the bank. Yes, sir. Two Saturdays in a row. Not yeah. one Saturday and then a one o'clock game. Yeah. Two prime time games back to back That's crazy. in Jacksonville, Florida. Never happened before. Has never happened. Yeah. And man. Exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah. Now this game right here, this going to be something <coughs> real now. This going to be something real. You got two teams who... You got two quarterbacks who making a playoff debut. Yes, you. Yeah. Herbie ain't never been. Nope. This Trevor first trip. Yep. Dougie P got the experience. There's not many people on, on, not many Jaguars on this team that's even sniffed the playoffs. Correct. And this just, I think these boys literally just going to go out here and play some football. Ain't no pressure. They've never been. They don't know what the pressure like. I feel like, D. Mm-hmm. I feel like this going to be your game. It's 50-50. Whoever the better team, whoever the better team is, that's who's gonna win. Right. Whoever make the most plays, that's who's gonna win. And I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars is that team. Talk about it. I feel like that Tennessee game, it was a lot of pressure on us because we were already winning leading the division. We just had so much pressure to close the door on Tennessee. Yeah. That's more pressure than that's more pressure than playing against a team when you ain't never been in the playoffs. You right. ain't nobody's just no. I believe no one's expecting the Jaguars to even reach or beat the, the Chargers. It could be. Right. But I feel like the Jaguars playing with house money. Mm-hmm. They can go out there and play free fall football. Mm-hmm. And I just really think Trevor Lawrence is going to be at his best. Because look who he's going up against. He knows. Justin Herbert has been doing his thing the past three years. Yeah, Trevor going to Since he touched his lead. Trevor know. He know. This game right here. It's gonna be a back and forth slugfest. I expect this game to be something like 31 28. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around that nature. And yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if it got into the 40s. I wouldn't be shocked. I believe this, I believe the defense is gonna be what they been, been and don't break. Make a lot of plays. One thing people don't look at, <laughs> Walker. He been causing, he caused havoc against Tennessee D. He did. But no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. He caused havoc on that D-line for the Tennessee Titans. 
And he's going to do the same against this offensive line mm-hmm. with the Chargers. This defense are going to be able to make plays. Rashawn Jenkins going up against his old team, so you know he going to have it on his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hope and prayer is that everybody plays. This is the playoff. Everybody needs to be playing. Mike Williams, get your back, get a shot, do what you got to do to get on the field. Joey Bosa, I want you on. I want everybody there because I don't want to hear no excuses, D. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. And we here. It's time. The time is now. Yeah. I'm excited. My Jaguars gonna get it done and move on. This is what Dougie P brings to the table: a winning culture, a winning ways. He will have his team locked in. Come Saturday night, let me tell you something. At kickoff. It's going to be 32 degrees. Yep. 32. Mm-hmm. Them boys got to come down here and show me something. Mm-hmm. They got to come show me because Denver just waxed them up real nice Sunday. They got to come show me something. I believe my Jaguars going to get it done. Ain't no doubt about it. We moving on. Rashad, talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. Season ticket holder. You've been in this stadium and experienced a lot of things, but you were a part of this back-to-back primetime spectacle with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rashad, what do you expect this game to be like? What 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 are your feelings? Because I did not tell you last week that that Tennessee game was going to be tight. Yeah, you you yeah you definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did. I, and I, I think I think it was tight for 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 a couple of reasons. I think the Jaguars played that way and I just think that Tennessee is one of them type of one of them type of teams where if you don't jump out on them early you go get exactly what you got. Right. What, what exactly what you got on Saturday is what you is what you go get cuz they go they go they go dirty the game up. They not go they not go they go they go I mean that man had 30 carries for 100 yards. How yeah. hard it is to only have 100 yards on 30 carries. Yeah. But they was determined. You know um and we lost the battle of the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I think the difference in this game, like I said, one, Doug Peterson, and two, I went back and watched that last uh, Chargers game, and we dominated on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And I don't see why we can't do the same. Uh, even yesterday, it's, it's, it's been proven over the course of the season and, and even yesterday. The Chargers have a real problem with stopping the run. And... If you can run on that team, especially with Duran James roaming around there in the back half, and you can get him to be impatient and start biting on some things, then you can you can really open some things up. Um, but you got to dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage. You cannot allow Joey Bosa and and, and Mac to take over the game because you got to drop back because you can't run the ball. If they have the same kind of success running the ball as they did last week, um, and they have to drop back. They're gonna lose this game by 20 points. Hmm. They gotta be able to run the ball. Um, cause cause Bosa and Mac, mm-hmm. I mean, if they just teeing off, your mm-hmm. your tackles don't have a chance. Um, but I just I don't see the game going that way. And I'm gonna tell y'all something. The, the environment was good on Saturday, but the offense never gave us anything to truly get excited about. If I'm Doug Peterson, I take the ball. And I go down and score. That's going to set the precedent for the rest. And it's going to be hell on the Chargers trying to move the ball. Because that stadium is going to be crazy. It, it, it was a good environment. 
But I'm telling you, if if they if the Jaguars would have jumped out, got the ball first time, went down and scored, Tennessee might not have crossed half field. That's how that stadium would have been. It would have been crazy. So I'm expecting for them to come out and start a little faster, be more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you're playing with house money, but I don't want to play with no house money. I want to win it all. Ain't no sense in getting here and, and, and using this as, as, as stepping stones because you don't know what will happen next year. The whole mm-hmm. team can get hurt next year. You know what I'm saying? So while you're here, you need to seize this opportunity. Yep. So and it's got to start Sunday. And it's got to start Saturday. Saturday, you got to have the, the mindset that we are one of the best teams in the NFL. We're not just here because, oh, we back. No, you won five straight. You are one of the best teams in the NFL, and you need to show it on starting Saturday. You need to have that mentality. And I think that they have it because of your defense is playing at a high level. Your offense has been playing, and they have the capability of playing at a high level. And you got a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. So so go out and play like it and move on and see what happens. I hear hear what you're saying about starting off offensively and going down and score. I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll take the ball and defer if they win and toss. I think this defense has earned the right to set the stage again. Mm, Okay. This defense the last four weeks Mm -hmm. has set the stage for this team energy-wise, playmaking-wise, and just knowing that you're not going to come against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense and just walk up and down the field. You're not doing that. I think the one thing that kind of perturbed me Perturbed me about Dougie P and the Jaguars offense this weekend was the build-up to a big play. You're watching it in the first and second quarter. We're handing it off here. We're pitching it there. It's third and four, third and five. Now we want to do a little play action and go down. No. Line that thing up first and ten. Get you a nice, uh, get you a nice play action or RPO, and get that thing down the field. Duran James need to know without the real, bro. You not roaming tonight. Mm. He need to know that. Cause I'm gonna tell you this here. That's one brother that went number three. That got that lightning bolt in his helmet. I don't want him dialed in at all. Mm-hmm. Because if he dialed in, that means Mac and Bosa dialed in. And it could be a long night for Trevor if Dougie P don't make these boys confused in the opening drive. I get it. It's football. You got to run the rock. I get that. But it's something to be said about knocking the team off balance. I want to see the Jaguars do that. They didn't do that against the Titans. They didn't. They didn't start opening up the offense to the third quarter. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Trevor got to settle down. He got to make his throws. He got to trust his receivers. Christian Kirk and all y'all out there who has something to say about Talk Christian about Kirk it. Getting paid. Talk Shut about up. it. I told all of y'all, anybody who I talked to had trash to say about Christian Kirk. Shut up. You got to play playmakers. And he is one. Have you not seen the brother over the past few weeks? If it weren't for Trevor overthrowing the man, he would have did more damage. Christian Kirk is a viable weapon. You pay for weapons. He is a weapon. You pay for success. You pay to win. 
He's going to be a piece in that. My take, Jags win the game. I love Herbie. Y'all know I do. I know I love you do. That's, That's your boy. That's my boy. <laughs> I've been rocking with Herbert, Herbert since he was at Oregon. <laughs> but I love T-Law more. T-Law has my heart. Can't and wait. the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win this game 33-30 to 30 on a last second field goal kick mm. to send the stadium into Jupiter. <laughs> Oh my God. High scoring, big boy plays. You're going to see Herbert make some big boy throws. You're going to see Trevor make some big boy throws. And the NFL going to have tears in their eyes. Because <laughs> they're going to say, good Lord, look at the faces of the league on the field in Jacksonville. <sighs> I'm going to say that again. Good Lord, look at the new faces of the league in Jacksonville. Mm. Yeah. Jaguars, 33. Chargers, 30. They advance and go play the Buffalo Bills next week. Rashad, Kansas City Chiefs. Is it Kansas City at the Kansas, four seed? Kansas City it's it's going to be, yeah. And let, and let, unless somebody and win and underneath them. Unless somebody win underneath them. Okay, it yeah. don't matter. We'll go to Kansas City. Yeah, I ain't scared of it. Rashad, bring us no. home, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I, I agree. I think I think 30 points is definitely going to win the game. I don't I don't think that you uh I don't think that you go hold that team under under 30, man. You could the way that defense is playing, I guess you could, but it's just gonna be hard, man. I, it, like I say, I, I sometimes sometimes when you playing certain quarterbacks, if they make certain throws, just like all right, man, whatever, man. It is like you you can't. Th- th- this man is is one of the best players in the league, so you can't get frustrated by. It. I don't think the defense will get frustrated by. It. Um, as 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 long as we can run the ball and stay a little balanced, and I'm I'm gonna go back to what you said, D. I think that Doug Peterson understood his team needed to be calmed down, so I think that he called the game to calm them down. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like one of those like when we played the Bills the first time in the playoffs with Blake Bortles. It's like just don't right. lose the game because right. they can't beat us. So don't let's not lose the game on offense. And then we seen the following week what they did on offense when they played the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think that's what it's going to be. One of those type of things where he just knew I need to manage my team's emotions. But, uh, boy, if the Jaguars go to scoring early, mm. we going to make it hell on the charts. I'm, yeah, t- I'm telling you, man. That's fact. We, the, the, the fans is going to make it hell that's on fact. the charges. And we just got to be able to move the ball. Um. I think that they go they go play with confidence on 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 the, the key is gonna be both sides of the line of scrimmage, man. We gotta oh, yeah, dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage. The we got we, we got to. The trenches. Uh, and shout out to Josh Allen. I I, I wanted to trade him. Yeah. Um, last month. <laughs> yeah. He been last playing well. Month, uh Josh Allen and, and and they were talking about it, they were saying maybe he was a little injured trying to play through some things and now he's getting healthy. It's a hell of a time to get healthy, boy. Hell of a yeah. time. Hell of a time. A hell of a time to get healthy. So shout out to Josh Allen. I want to trade you, dog. No, nah, I mean <laughs> you go you go on the run. You go on the run on in these playoffs. You ain't gonna be playing under no fifth option. You gonna get a contract. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So everybody need to earn contracts, man. This this is I'm not satisfied with just getting in the playoffs. It's good. It's great, hey, man. You you don't you don't know Peyton Manning had two Super Bowls and one of them. He got carried into it because he could throw the ball with seven yards his last the last time. Yeah, that's a fact. And it, you can be as great of a quarterback as you want. That's Everything has to fall in place to win a championship. So when you get in the tournament, 
you need to have the, the mindset, hey, I ain't just happy to just be here. You need to try to do something with it because it could yeah. be your last time. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it's all culture. Let, 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 it's all culture. Up. It's all culture, and it's happening right in front of our eyes. Winning culture, winning ways, winning coaching, winning quarterback play, winning defensive plays, culture, culture. Yes, only one team can win a Super Bowl every year. Yes, but competing down here in the Bangham every week, every home game sold out, tilled out, whatever the hell you want to call it, Monday night football next year, Sunday night football next year, however you want to do it. This city needs to be prepared for that. It started last Saturday. It continues this Saturday. We'll see what happens. I fully, fully believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars fully believe that they can go to the Super Bowl and win a championship this year. They believe that. And I'm going to say this, bro, and I'm going to keep it real, bro. The Jaguar team is starting to remind me of that Bengals team last year. Mm. Yeah, man. They starting to remind me of that Bengals team last year, but here's the caveat. Can Trevor dial in the serial killer mode? <laughs> like, bro. Because... Because <laughs> Joe and B, he a real killer. He a real killer. Yeah. He's No, he yeah. legit licensed to kill, kill people. Yeah. Can yeah. Trevor get to that point? Because mm-hmm. his talent, he's more talented than Joe Burrow. And we didn't see him be licensed to kill, my He's boy. more talented than Joe Burrow. He, listen, man. He, he is talented. Beat Nick Saban when he was 14. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Talk about it, Rashad. That's why Talk I said he's it. been licensed to kill. Talk about it, Rashad. <laughs> Talk about it. The man was 13 years old. <laughs> And look at the greatest coach of all time and say, you're not getting this one. <laughs> so, Trevor, hopefully he can dial in and we'll go from there. Rashad, we are looking forward to this playoff run. We're looking forward to this Saturday. The Sports Test will be live this yes, Saturday sir. night. Having a great time kicking it with our brother Rashad. Tailgame doing some fun. If y'all see us out there, man, say what's good. Say what's up to us, man. We're going to have a good time. We're going to embrace this moment for the city. We're going to have fun. Enjoy the energy. Rashad, we love you, bro. You've been such a, a positive fixture on this show, talking Jaguar football and really being a constant, just a constant, um, the mouthpiece of the city for the real fans. Mm. Yes, sir. I'm going to bestow you to be the godfather of the Jaguars. <laughs> yes, sir. Because you yes, are the sir. one who are the, is one of the truest. You live through your emotions. You tell her how it is. And I'm happy for this city. But, Rashad, I'm very happy for you, man. I, I look forward. It, we man. look forward to being with you this weekend and enjoying the beginning of this playoff run, man. Really look forward to and it. And I'm going to say this, Rashad. Wouldn't want to be with nobody else, man, but you in this moment. Yeah, you are a guy, man. Yeah, you are a brother. Wouldn't want to be yeah, with nobody sir. else Thanks. but you in this moment, man, because yeah. you deserve it. We deserve it. The yeah. city deserve it. Yeah, man. To see this city show up and show out like they did last Saturday. Yeah, man. I just want another piece of it. Absolutely. I just want some yeah. more of it. To see Five Points, Riverside, downtown. Talk about Everything it. just show up and Ice. show out. I mean, everybody on oh, the street. Brothers. The police oh, couldn't man. even. The police couldn't even handle the chaos. They couldn't. <laughs> Beautiful. They couldn't handle the chaos that we seen last Saturday. Beautiful. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm just seeing everywhere going bananas. Amazing. In Duval County, and once again Saturday, we're going to set the tone again. 
Yes. And we're going to do the same thing. I'm excited. Once again. Rashad, love yeah. you. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Can't wait to Saturday, man, to be with you so yeah, we man. can get this thing rocking. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Love y'all boys. Hey, yes, hey Black, you going to the game? I'm not. I'm gonna be at Telgren and I'm gonna go home and lock in. <laughs> I had. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm happy I got to Listen. go to the Titans game and experience that, but I won't be at this one. Boy, I'm gonna figure out a way to get you in that stadium. Don't oh, you worry. Okay. I'm okay. All right. I'm gonna figure out a way to get you in that stadium. Well, you got my just, number just, now. Just we'll, let we'll me know now. Yes. Yes, sir. I'm. I'm a, I, I, I'll talk to you. All right. All right, Rashad, man. We can't wait to uh, talk next Monday. And hopefully next Monday we'll be moving on to the division round. And we'll keep this yes, thing sir. going. Yes, sir. All right, man. Be easy. See you soon, my brother. All right, y'all. All right. Man, that's Yo. our guy, man. That's our brother, man. Mr. Moodham Chains, man. Rashad Robinson. He's just being a, 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 a healthy, man, look. healthy piece, man. And I'm, if it's one person that deserves it, it's him. Yeah, man. It's him, bro. The man have been to London <laughs> several times, man, to see the Jaguars take <laughs> The man have been all over the country to see the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Man, look, a man. real ten year season ticket holder, just just really riding, man. And, and I'm glad. I'm and glad. You just said some stuff, man. If we, if if Trevor and this team can really lock in like the Bengals did, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cause you know, you D. If they could, I feel like the road in the AFC gonna be much harder than the road in the NFC. In my opinion. Oh, of course. Yeah. Look at look at quarterback playing the AFC man you know and and I just feel like if you could lock in and make some plays man is an amazing thing and, and Rashad right man let's it's about right now it's about right now it's about right now you don't get in the playoffs just say oh we got here happy happy go lucky no you come you get in the playoffs to go win absolutely and absolutely. I don't feel I don't I don't feel bad to say my my team against everybody Pat yeah. Mahomes Joe Burrow uh, Josh Allen. Let's get it. All those teams are beatable. They're beatable. But like you say, D, you need that blue-eyed angel and some of them other boys to be locked in and dialed in and be some dogs. And I believe Dougie P can get these out. This guy get the get that out of these guys. And I'm excited. I just can't wait, man. I wish the Saturday was tomorrow. Yeah, man. It's like Christmas, man. Like <laughs> God, Lee, man. And like I said today, man. I was like, man, y'all people just don't understand how good it feel. They have both of your favorite football teams winning. <laughs> winning ways just do something to you, D. Of course. Especially with especially with Florida State and the Jaguars for me. When they winning, man, it seems like everything's just going to be all right. Yeah, hell of a year. <laughs> you know hell what I'm saying? Year. We've hell had a, a hell of a year, but it continues Saturday night, my boy. It continues Saturday <laughs> night, man. So, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars for us highlight the playoff weekend. But let's get into uh, more of Super Wild Card Weekend. Black, we have uh, the kickoff wildcard weekend, Saturday, 4.30 on Fox. Seahawks backdoor into the playoffs mm, after the mm, Packers mm. lose to the Lions. They, uh, of course, took care of business versus the Rams. They go up against the second-seeded uh, San Francisco 49ers. Black, how do you see this game unfolding? Who do you have going on to the next round, 49ers or Seahawks? I think the key to this game, man, um, is going to be see how Purdy play. You know, court, uh, first time experience in the playoffs. You know the story. Uh, Mike Shanahan is a, a, a great coach, man. Amazing. He's an amazing coach. To be able to lose two of your 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 starter, then your backup, and then got to go to the third string quarterback and still be able to do what you did. That's an amazing thing to do, D. But um, I think Geno Smith and Pete Carroll, they're going they're going they're going to be ready to rock and roll. This defense is playing really good. 
uh, one of the better defenses in that division. Um, it's, I think it's going to come down to who can who who can make the plays. Uh, D quarterback wise, Geno or either Purdy. Um, you you got to you got to think that San Francisco gonna come San Francisco gonna come out that thing and try to run it down their throat because that's their motto. They come out and try to run the ball with Christian McCaffrey, get it to D-Boy a little bit. Then they get uh the Mitchell kid, he get him in, Eli Mitchell, they get him involved. So I think it's just going to come down to uh who can make the plays, which quarterback can make the most plays, and what defense can be in and don't break D. But um, I expect San Francisco to really uh, take over this game. I think it'll be really, really tight at first, but – I believe that San Fran will go ahead and pull this out. I'm going. I'm going to go and I'm going to say this game is going to get 28. I'm going to say 28 to 20. San Francisco wins this game. Yeah, I think this game is close early. I think it's close in the first half. I think Geno and the Seahawks make it close. Keep it close. Excuse me. In the first half, I think Purdy continues to go. I think he has the jitters maybe in the first half. But Mike Shanahan play calling is so immaculate. Man. Um, the, the, just the energy that's going to be in the building, man. Um, Debo is supposed to, uh, going to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey, like they just got a lot of things rolling. And I'm not saying anybody can get in this system in San Francisco, but the way Kyle Shanahan just has this, the, the, the just the running and the passing mm-hmm. and just the mix of it all, I think it's going to just be too much for Seattle as we get to the third and the fourth quarter. I just don't think they're going to have what it takes to keep up. I actually think the 49ers pull away okay. in the second half. I have this game along the lines of a 31-17 win uh, for the 49ers. And, I, and, and, and one thing real quick, if they get if, if San Fran can get Kittle going uh, early, it could get ugly. Yeah. Because you got so much to worry about. But if you get him going 2-D, it's gonna. It may be a route for Seattle. It's so many yeah. things that it's Seattle's so gonna things. have to worry about. Yeah, it's so many things. Close early, they keep it competitive in the first half, but San Francisco pulls away. All right, Black. Let's move on to the next game that we have on Saturday. Say, oh well, we already know what that is. <laughs> Jaguars, Chargers. Of course, we're going with the Jacksonville Jaguars in our hometown, in our home city of Jacksonville, Florida. Looking forward to the game. Me and Black and Rashad have the Jaguars. Moving on. All right, let's go ahead and go to Sunday. First game on the slate, 1 o'clock. Maybe Tua will play. Maybe he won't. I'm going to bank on saying that Tua plays on Sunday in Buffalo, 1 o'clock, CBS Black. Can the Dolphins regain some of that offensive magic and go to Buffalo where it will be loud, it will be rowdy, it will be overly energetic um, in that building in Buffalo Black, who wins this game? Miami, Buffalo, Sunday, 1 o'clock, CBS. Man, I mean, last time Miami was there, they was getting snowballs thrown at them, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, you know, it's the playoffs. It's a uh, playoff game, and it's two teams in the same division. You know, and who knows how these games could, could go. If Tua plays, I think this could be a really good – how the makes of a really good game because he is the quarterback. If uh, Tyreek in that ankle or whatever that he's got going on that made him exit out the game Sunday, hopefully he's okay. Waddle, if they can't run the ball, which they hadn't been able to do the past few weeks, D, if they can't run the ball, they ain't beating Buffalo. Josh Allen and them Buffalo Bills, they're going to be locked in. They on the mission. I believe this game right here, I'm going to take Buffalo to win this game. But I believe that uh, Miami makes it interesting. I'm going to take Buffalo 35 and I'm going uh Miami 27. I think this is an absolute route. Oh wow. I don't think Miami is in the position to compete against this team. Not even if two are playing. And Buffalo, I'm gonna say no because they can't run the football. Okay. Von Miller could return on Sunday. Mm. 
another jolt of energy in that building. And look, <laughs> the magic and the energy of DeMar Hamlin on the up, if that fella, that young man, which I fully expect him to possibly be in the building for that game, but Miami has no chance. They don't. The only chance they have is if they come in, set the tone, score immediately, and have Buffalo on their heels. That's the only chance that they have. And they're going to need Tool. They're going to need Tyreek. They're going to need Waddle. They're going to need vertical everything going up the field. I just don't see it. I got Buffalo winning this game 30 to 14. Mm. I think with the weather that's predict, predicted that's going to be in Buffalo, I just don't think it's a good recipe for him. Now, I could be wrong. It could be closer. It could be 30 to 21. Same thing. <laughs> I think Buffalo advances, um, I'm going to say quite easily to the next round. Okay. That's just my opinion. All right, man, let's go out of Sunday's 1 o'clock game to the 430 spot. The New York football giants return to the playoffs. They're going to take on the Minnesota Vikings 430 on Fox. Black, who wins this game, the Giants or the Vikings? D. Go ahead and do it. It's the playoffs, man. Go ahead and do it. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Me either. I'm taking the Giants to win this football oh! game. I think Dable uh, is going to have them boys locked in. I think Daniel Jones running the ball and timely timely uh, passes, he gets the job done. I think they unleash Saquon in this game. I think Saquon get the ball over over 25 times then, in my opinion. With a, with a mixture of him running and a mixture of uh, – Daniel Jones running the ball, football. I believe the Giants set up very real against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Vikings will make some plays, some maybe some big plays, but I think this defense will be bend and don't break. I think they're trying to put the locks on uh, Rich, uh, Jefferson, but I just don't believe Kirk Cousins can get over the hump and win the playoff game. I don't see it happening. I'm going to pick the New York Giants to win this ball game 24-14. to 14. Ooh. I want to go with you. I do. Because I'm not the biggest believer in Kirk Cousins either. Mm -hmm. But at home, in that building, I think this is going to be a knockdown, dragout, close ball game. Mm -hmm. I think it's also going to be low scoring. But I do think the Vikings muster up enough, enough to hold off the Giants. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings 28 the New York football giants, 24, 28-24. That's what I'm going to go with. I think Kirk Cousins doesn't lose this ball game, but I'm looking what are the Giants going to do to create something on the outside? What receiver is going to step up for the Giants to really stretch out the field? Because if Saquon is facing a stacked box, that's what happened to them when they faced Minnesota a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get the ball down the field. I'm not saying that the Giants can't win because I do feel like they can. But I just going to say the Vikings at home, they just got a little bit more on the tank than what the Giants will have. I'm going to take the Giants. I mean, I'm going to take the Vikings 28-24. Uh, 
to win this ball game. All right, I won't be mad if the Vikings lose, <laughs> but that's what I think is going to happen. All right, Sunday, Sunday night, NBC rematch of last week, Ravens. Bengals, two questions for you. Black, is Lamar Jackson on the field Sunday night against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals? Right now, from what I've seen, I'm going to say no. And and Huntley, I think he's going to be up against it. I, the, the Bengals are rolling, man. The Bengals are rolling. <laughs> Joey B just being Joey B. You know, Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, other receiver, I can't think of his name either. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I mean, Joe Mixon, man. You talking about weaponry? The Cincinnati Bengals have it. I think Cincinnati, this is the game I think, uh, will not will get ugly. D, I'm going to take Cincinnati to win this game. I'm going to say they get up to 35, maybe 21. I'm gonna say Cincinnati win this 35 21. Yeah, I don't think Lamar plays either, and I think Lamar will be a fool to come back and play. For what? <laughs> For what? Anything can happen in the playoffs. We know that. Mm-hmm. But realistically, does the Baltimore Ravens look like a team that's going to win a Super Bowl this year? Mm-mm. They do not. Tyler Huntley will start for the Bengals. If Lamar Jackson comes back and plays a playoff football game without his money, without his money, he will be a fool. It is time for Lamar Jackson to take control. The Baltimore Ravens have played with this man. And I'm not coming back for a playoff game on the road to Cincinnati just to go back home. The Cincinnati Bengals will blow out the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think the energy in that building after everything that has taken place, Joe's Burrow, this is Joe Burrow's time. This is his time. This man set up here on national TV. Somebody <laughs> asked this man, what's the Cincinnati Bengals playoff championship window? This man said my whole career. <laughs> He's turned it on. The man smoking another cigar, another AFC North title. Confidence oozing out of the man. You don't want to play this kid, man. And now a banged up Ravens team with the backup quarterback is going to have to go into Cincinnati and try to do something. And they're not going to be able to do it. I got the Baltimore Ravens. I'm excuse me. I got the Cincinnati Bengals winning this game 31 to 17. 31 17 Bengals advance to the second round to potentially get that matchup with Buffalo that we didn't get. All right, so I do have the Bengals. All right, Black, to wrap up, Super Wild Card Weekend. Black, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours, sir. If you don't mind, Black, I just need I just need a few minutes. I just need a few minutes, man. Trapaholics Mixtapes. Tapes. Super Wild Card Weekend Monday night Of course mm. they would do this ABC 815 kick My Dallas Cowboys A team I grew up rooting for Heads down to Tampa To face the GOAT Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. The Cowboys are an abomination right now. Mm. The Cowboys are not in position right now to go beat anybody in the playoffs. The Cowboys, with Dak Prescott, my running game, my defense, and let's not forget my god-awful head coach. I'm kind of stuck in the middle right now. 
Because, yes, I would like to see my Cowboys go down to Tampa and win. Yes, I would love to see that. But I'm ready for Mike McCarthy to go. I'm ready for Mike McCarthy to go. I've never seen this from a team as you're entering into the playoffs. Yesterday against the Washington Commanders with Sam Howell. <laughs> the Cowboys look like trash. Poop. Everybody was flat. No one was interested. Dak Prescott was awful. C.D. Lamb looked disengaged. Michael Parsons and the defense like they didn't want to play. No one from the Dallas Cowboys yesterday looked like they wanted to play football yesterday. No one. And I got a head coach clapping on the sidelines, doing all this stupid stuff. Then I got my owner, Jerry Jones, sitting up here. Oh, we got to suck on this one all week. Shut up, Jerry! (laughs) You mean to tell me you face Joshua Dobbs, Gardner Minshew, and I forgot the other backup quarterback. Sam that Howell. We and Sam Howell. And we don't take advantage of a situation like this? We squeak by Josh Dobbs and the Tennessee Titans. We squeak by the Philadelphia Eagles and Gardner Minshew. And we get our brains beat in by Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders. I'm going to be real right here. I'm going to be real. The Cowboys going to lose on Monday night. I don't like to pick against my team, but I'm not going to lie to myself. I've been telling Black all year long, I'm I'm going to go with what my eyes are telling me. Not with my heart. Do I want my Cowboys to win? Yes. Yes, I want them to win and go and get a chance to possibly face Minnesota so we can get to the NFC Championship game. But I'm not going to lie to myself. Something's going on in that locker room. I ain't never seen Dak like this. And I push for Dak. I support Dak. But something's going on. CeeDee Lamb ain't vibing with Dak. I saw CeeDee Lamb doing the game. Yes, they ain't want nothing to do with the Cowboys offense. Something going on. And I think, I'm going to think they're going to fix themselves and go out of Tampa. And I know that you literally going to have to kill Tom Brady to beat him. This dude don't be going home easy. Never seen him go home easy that one time. Mm-mm. So, Black, I'm going to be real. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And you want to hear something else? I think it's going to be ugly. I don't think the Dallas yeah, Cowboys ugly. go. Yeah, I'm not finna lie to myself, bro. We can't run the football. We didn't run nothing yesterday. Nothing. See. Noah Brown. Why is Noah Brown getting more targets than C.D. Lamb? Somebody said on Twitter, boy, they say that boy Noah Brown got some receipts on Dak. He got some, <laughs> Prescott. He got some receipts on Why Dad. is Noah Brown getting 10 catch attempts and C.D. Lamb is only getting seven? What are we doing? So, the Cowboys lose. I hope Mike McCarthy is Fired and pray to God that Sean Payton has to sign a contract with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Now, if the Cowboys win, all is forgiven. 
We'll talk about next week how I feel. But as of right now, I ain't confident, Black. I'm not. I don't have anything to hold on to to hold on to to say, you know what, man? Let me take this piece of this piece from my cowboys and write it. I don't have it. We're not rushing a passer. Like we're not doing anything. Yesterday was disgusting. And you mean we're gonna flip the switch back and get on a plane and go to Tampa and knock off the GOAT? No! I don't see that happening. Buccaneers win this game. 31. To 17, and they sent my Dallas Cowboys packing. Send them home. What you got, Black? Cowboys, Bucks, Monday night. Look, man, <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with the Cowboys, man. Dak just turning it over at a clip. I mean, to go into Washington with the third string quarterback and Sam Howell and it just look awful. I just didn't understand what was going on. Like you said, D, they, everybody everybody looked disengaged. Only person seemed like they had any energy about themselves was Mike McCarthy with, with all that clapping he did yesterday. He still have blisters in his hand. <laughs> but, man, this is, this is not a good way to head into the playoffs. Like, the Cowboys are really limping into the playoffs. And then you got to when – I, when I seen it, I said, oh, my God, they didn't gave Tom Brady under the lights against the Cowboys on a, on, on a Monday night. And he's 7-0 against the Dallas Cowboys lifetime. I said, man, I would, if it was like a 1 o'clock kick or something, I would have been like, okay, Cowboys might have a chance. But my God, Monday night, the only game on TV. You don't think Tommy going to show out? Show yeah, up and show out. It's the playoffs, man. You know Tommy going to come to play. Yeah, man. No matter what Tommy done, done all year, how they been speaking, man, Tampa look trash. Boy, Tampa this, Tampa that. Tom Brady gonna come to play when it's playoff time. Yeah, man. I hate I hate what's going on with the Cowboys. I hope it's I hope that can tighten it up and they find a way to get it. But I don't believe they will. D. I think it's time. I agree with you. I think it's time for a change. Mike McCarthy has worn out his welcome. It's time for him to go. I'm going to take Tampa to win this game, twenty-eight to seventeen. To move on to face Minnesota. Can't even be mad at it, bro. Can't even be mad at it, man. This is one of the more pathetic things that I have seen in the team, man. I see no positives. I've really been going over this thing all day. What positives can I take? I knew I was going to be on a sports test tonight. And I was saying to myself, what positives can I take from this? And I literally had nothing. I watched that game yesterday. And I said, wow, did anybody realize that they had to get ready to play this game against Sam Howell? 26 to 3 to 6? Man, I'm sad about this thing, bro. I hope I'm wrong. I hope my Cowboys come out and they win and they send Tommy packing. But I just don't see it at all. At all, man. Ridiculous, man. So, wild, super wild card weekend, man. Starts Saturday at 4.30. Ends on Monday, 8.15 with the Cowboys and the Bucks. We look forward to some tremendous playoff matchups. Um, of course, we'll be talking about all the results on Monday and uh, getting ready for the division round. And hopefully the Jacksonville Jaguars are headed to the division round along with my Cowboys to the division round. I hope that's what we get. But um, we'll see exactly what takes place. So the Georgia Bulldogs, they're up 7 to nothing on uh, TCU Horn Frogs. Um, they look like they are pulling out all the stops uh, to try to get the, the uh, Horn Frogs 
up out of here with nine minutes left in the first quarter. So we are recording while the national championship game is taking place. But we're getting ready to wrap up because I want to see this game. And I want to see how this thing plans out. Bulldogs look focused, and we'll see how it goes. All right. So, again, man, we'll be down tailgating. If y'all see us down there, man, say what's up, man. We'll be down there tailgating a little bit for the game and um, really taking in this full experience uh, this coming Saturday night, man, for the playoff game uh, between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. Black, anything before we get out of here, man? No, man. Just appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Big things coming from the sports desk. Like D just said, man, Saturday, Saturday, man. Y'all hit us up. Hit us up. Y'all listen out for the show, man. Uh, a lot of uh, fan uh, takes uh, while we're recording. That's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it, D. We always talked about this, and now we're getting ready to do it. So yeah. I'm excited. Y'all keep rocking with us. Y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Man, y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Duval. <laughs> for sure. For sure, for sure, man. Um, yeah, Dedrick Hicks Jr. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTube. All right? We could talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Let's get after NBA Twitter. I'm here. I am here, NBA Twitter. Come holla at your boy on Twitter with the NBA. We will be picking up our NBA coverage next week. All right, so tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend, man, that uh, the sports test is something they want to listen to, man. Tell your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your auntie, your your, your teacher, uh, your instructor, your professor, uh, your, your homeboy, whoever, man. Let them know, man, that it is a uh, it is a sports show out here that they might want to pay attention to man so until next time man y'all be cool be safe take care of yourselves again this has been episode 209 of the sports desk and we'll be back next week with episode 210 unless we have some breaking news that we have to get to all right so uh y'all be cool be safe and we'll be seeing y'all go jags man go jags this for the city this for the city remember everybody who's listening this is for the city, man. New Sports Desk.